everyone. I hope everybody is doing well. Um, if you haven't met me before, my name is Rob. I'm one of the uh, ministers on staff here at Catalyst. And uh, as we've, we are talking about Elevate Christian Church, I will be the lead minister at Elevate Christian Church starting uh, next summer. Uh, we plan on planting in September of next year. Um, so please be praying for us. Um, please um, be playing for Catalyst as um, they are sending us out uh, to go plant this church to make an impact in South Lexington. Uh, it is going to be uh, incredible. We've been praying about this for a long time. It's been talked about for a long time, and it's, and it's finally coming uh, to an end and, and a start uh, beginning of next year, which we're really looking forward to. Um, if you are new to Catalyst, um, if you could do me a favor, if whether you're here or online, uh, here, uh, if you got a bulletin, there should be a little spot in your bulletin where you can fill out your information. If you could, just leave it on the table as you, as you leave. We'd love connect, to connect with you. We'd love to get you connected here at Catalyst to see if Catalyst is, is a home church for you. Uh, if you are online, uh, just mention in the chat that you are new to Catalyst or you're new to the online service. Somebody will direct you to our online platform where you can do the exact same thing, fill in an online bulletin. We'd love to connect with you. We would love to get to know you and, and just see who is coming here uh, to Catalyst. I do hope that everybody had a good Christmas. Uh, it was just a couple days ago. Um, lucky for us, uh, it was our son's first Christmas. Uh, which, was, which was really, really cool, a new experience for me. Uh, we have a couple new parents here at, at Catalyst, and they were new. Uh, it's a new experience uh, for us, having grandparents just spoiling the heck out of our kids. There's gifts everywhere. There's wrapping paper everywhere. But we, we got a special gift uh, for our son um, that we wanted to see if he would either, even enjoy. So we gave it to him a little bit early. It was like this drum set slash piano a key set where he could just bang on it, he could, he could play, play music, and just see what he would do. But I was a little worried about it because my son is all boy. He's completely destructive. He walks into every situation. If you like stack something up, he goes and he starts smacking the tower down. If he sees a new toy and he doesn't understand it, he just starts beating on it and flips it over. So he did exactly what I thought he was going to do. So we gave him this present, we set it up, and he immediately walks over to it, rips the symbol out, chucks it across the room, flips this thing over and stands on top of it and just starts jumping on it. Man, it was, it was a sight to see. He did exactly what I thought he was going to do, even though I didn't want him to do that because that's not how you act in public, as he will learn later on. But how many of us, in a moment or moments this year, maybe even your entire life, have done exactly what everybody thought you were going to do. And it wasn't exactly the right thing. I know for me, I've done plenty of those things. Today's main thing is this. It says, when things get tough, we need to be different. Today we're going to be in John 21, verses 15 through 17, which is an intimate conversation between Jesus and Peter after his resurrection. While you're turning to that in your Bibles, or you can go to our YouVersion Bible app, it's, it's on there as well, our outline that you can follow along. If you're online, the YouVersion Bible app should be a, a, an option for you to click there as well. Let, let me give a little backstory of what's going on before this. So at the Last Supper, which is right before Jesus was crucified, uh, he, had a, he had a conversation with all of his disciples, but a very, very intimate conversation between him and Peter, um, where he disclosed to Peter that he was going to deny Jesus three times before this whole thing was over. 
that before he even resurrected, that Peter was going to tell people that he was not a follower of Jesus openly. And Peter, of course, is like, is this baffled and is, is, is kind of hurt inside. He's like, how in the world, why would you think I would do that? Jesus, I love you. This is the conversation he had with him in John 13. It said, Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, where I am going, you cannot follow me, but you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Then Jesus answered, will you really lay down your life for me? Truly, I tell you, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And over the next few days, Pilate and the the Jewish leaders had this big trial amongst Christians, putting Jesus on trial, trying to just to eliminate this man named Jesus altogether. He had started to cause kind of an uprising in the Jewish culture, and the Jews absolutely hated it. Because the Jews, as we've talked about throughout this year, decided that they wanted to be in charge of who goes to heaven and hell. And Jesus says, no, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And that was completely against everything they've been taught their entire life. So they wanted to do everything possible to just eliminate everything about Jesus for the rest of eternity. Three days later, after Jesus um, resurrected, this is the conversation between Jesus and Peter after Peter denied him three times during those trials. This is where we pick up in our story. It says this, when they, fin- when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, then take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him for a third time. Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. We are on the last Sunday of 2020. Some of you guys are probably rejoicing in, in, in inside. You're like, yes, it's, it's finally over. This year has been a weird one, as you can tell. It's, it's been odd. It hasn't been the normal. It seems like we don't know which way is up, which way is left, which way is right. Things change, have been changing week by week since March. Every news article says something different. Every doctor, it seems, that are saying different things and they change their mind back and forth because we just don't know. We've seen people change their daily routines, the different people that they normally see throughout the weeks. It's changed completely. Some of us haven't seen loved ones since March when this whole thing started. I know that I haven't. I've seen businesses close down. I've seen people lose jobs. It has been just a tough year for some people, and it's just been a different year for everyone. See, Peter, in in a moment of change, just like we're in today, in unknown, decided to choose himself over God. It seems we might be able to relate to Peter in 2020. See, some of us have realized, without even, without even knowing, have decided whenever COVID started, whenever 2020 started to kind of go downhill and sideways and up and down, we decided to look internally to make sure we were good. 
to make sure we were safe, to make sure we were healthy, and, and honestly, to make sure we were on the right side of what we believed about this entire situation. But some of us continued to stay in that spot. Most of the time, whenever you're going through a certain situation, you do the checks, you do the checks and balances to make sure you're all good. And then you check that off your list and you continue to go. But for some reason, in 2020, a lot of us decided that we just needed to stay in our safe little bubble. I'm not talking about just safe as in staying in your house. I'm talking about internally. Jesus, in this story that, we, that I just read, decided to give Peter a chance to come back into his story. Jesus went to Peter and asked him three questions that they're the exact same question to give Peter a chance to once again enter back into his story by allowing Peter to vocally say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus is calling Peter back into the path towards him. I believe at the end of 2020 and getting ready for 2021, uh, and everything that we have planned here at Catalyst, everything we have planned at Elevate, everything we have planned here in Jesmond County, it is time for us to be called back to Jesus Christ. It is time for us to, to get our hearts ready for the new year because there's so many things that are going to happen in 2021, and we need to make sure that we are not just surrounding ourselves with ourselves, but making sure we check that off so we can enter into the story which Jesus has for us in 2021. We see that in this story that Peter denied him three times and afterwards he just completely broke down and wept because he couldn't believe that he denied his best friend, his Lord and Savior to everyone around. And I believe that probably up until the point that Jesus returned, it was just eating him up inside. But he had no idea how he could return back to where he was. I've studied the scripture and I've studied the Bible and in preparing for this, the end year sermon, I wanted to give us a few things that we need to choose every single day, starting today, to get ready for 2021, to get ready for things that are going to happen here at Catalyst and things that are going to happen here in Nicholsville so that we can make an impact here in Jesmond County. The first thing is this, we need to choose obedience. I think this is something that Peter slowly missed throughout his time following Jesus. He became very comfortable with the ability to just, you know, poke Jesus whenever he needed him. He became very comfortable with the fact that anytime they were in a, in a weird situation, Jesus just kind of swooped in and took care of the situation, even if it kind of got some backlash or yelling from Jesus about how he didn't have any faith or about times where he was just struggling where Jesus tried to push them further. He always had that, that scapegoat. But what happened whenever that person that he leaned on so heavily wasn't physically there anymore? He forgot about obedience. When we look at Scripture, there are some things that, I, that I've seen here at, the, here at Catalyst, I've seen in the church completely, that we need to make sure we continue to do out of obedience to God. The first thing is this, we need to make sure we are continuing to make disciples. Let me explain what disciple, how to make disciples is. It's a basic thing of passing down knowledge to somebody else. We need to make sure that we are continuing to do that. There are so many smart people in this church. 
There's so many things that I've learned over the past six years here at Cal's from people here in this church that have discipled me. I've had people like John, John Kelly, who's up in the tech booth, David Kibler, our senior minister here, that have spent time and time again just pouring into me and encouraging me, trying to make sure that I do the same to everybody else. The problem with 2021 is because we were stuck in our houses for so long, because we were forced to look inside ourselves, we had forgotten the, 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 the main thing that Jesus told us to do, which was go and to make disciples of all nations. The second thing that, that we need to continue to do and make sure we stay obedient to is we need to evangelize. We need to make sure we are continuing to share our faith to all people around everywhere. everywhere. We need to make sure we're, we're not holding our tongues when it comes to our faith because our faith should be the, the center of everything we are. It should be the most important thing. It should be the thing that gives us the most life. Therefore, we should share to everyone about how great our Savior Jesus is. Don't forget to share the greatest news of all time to people all around you. The third thing that is so important, we need to give our first fruits to God. We need to make sure that we are continuing to stay faithful to the tithe that God commands us to do. We need to make sure that we take our first 10% and we need to give it to God because it already is, it belongs to him. He has set it aside, all of us, as, as an ordained thing that is going to spread the gospel to all nations. We need to make sure we stay obedient to what God t- calls us to do. The fourth thing is this, to take, we need to make sure we are taking care of the body of Christ. There's a lot of needs within the church. There's a lot of people that go through different seasons of life in the church, and I've seen some incredible things. I've seen, and I've been the recipient of some. I, we had a new kid last year, and we were overly blessed by the people in this church and in the community of, of just helping us through that process. I don't understand how people have kids and not be a part of a church. I don't get it. I don't think we would have survived as parents without Cattle's Christian Church. I've also seen people go through tough times with finances, and the church takes care of them. I've seen people just come short time, time and time again, but are encouraged every time, make sure you're in church so we can lift you and encourage you through this time. I've seen addicts fall short maybe once or twice throughout this year, and the first thing that I saw a comment on Facebook or a text message or a phone call from somebody say, make sure you're in church on Sunday because we love you. We need to make sure that we're taking care of the body of Christ. The fifth thing is this. We need to make sure we are taking care of the least of these. There's a lot of people in Kentucky, a lot of people in our community that are struggling. There's, there's, a, there's an older population. There's a huge homeless population. There's a huge foster care population. We need to make sure that we are taking care of those people that just can't take care of themselves. Being obedient to God is making sure that we are coming outside of ourselves and looking towards everyone else, making sure that we value others above ourselves. The problem with Peter in his certain, certain situation was whenever times got tough, he immediately looked to himself instead of everybody else. Whenever he was faced with somebody of adversity, and he didn't know if he was going to be put on the cross next to Jesus, he immediately decided to save himself instead of share the good news of Jesus to everyone else. The second thing that we need to do, that we need to make sure to choose every single day, is we need to choose faithfulness. We should continue in all things. In all things, we should continue. 
Yes, it's obvious that we just need to continue in the faithfulness of things that, we, that I mentioned above. Yes, that's a, that's a complete given. But the thing that I'm talking about is we need to stay faithful to what God said he's going to do in our lives. Those things inclu- include love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We need to stay faithful to the promise that God is going to change in our lives so that we can outward impact the world. I fell, fell really short, I would say, in this category this year. I based my mood and my character and things in my life on COVID rather than the promises of Jesus Christ. I would say things like, man, I, I, it will just, if this, this leaves, things will get better. Man, I'll have so much joy whenever COVID's over and things can go back to normal. But I missed out on the opportunity to find joy in the fact that, that this thing will end that God will change it, that God in the end times has already decided who wins. I should find joy in that, not in my every current day situation. Many of us here have sat in pain of this year, but missed out on the joy on how God was going to finish it. We are in, a, in the midst of planning a church here at Catalyst. You can only imagine the roadblocks that we have, we have come across um, during this time. And I would say because of our current situation of being in a pandemic, I didn't find joy in a lot of these accomplishments that we, that, we, that we came across. Because I found my joy in myself rather than the things that God was providing for us every single time. There's things like I, I prayed for, for a long time that I'd find a co-planter. I didn't want to plant, I wanted to plant a church, and, and I believe God called me to plant a church, but I, I prayed for, for a very long time that God would provide me with somebody that would do it with me, or multiple people that would do it with me. And I'm going to be honest, when, when I, I finally found that person, which was Andrew Dawson, being the other full-time minister on staff, we've been doing ministry for years, and it was just an obvious, obvious thing that we were just going to go plant a church together. And because of our current situation, I, I believe that there wasn't an, as much joy as there should have been because of the blessing that God gave us with Andrew Dawson. Same thing with Lisa Sarah. Whenever we decided to, as, to come together as a team, saying that this is going to be our team for Elevate Christian Church, I don't believe that there is as much joy as there should have been in that situation because of COVID. The same with the, the name of the church and, and partnering with other churches. I decided that I was going to find my joy in my current situation and being able to do whatever I want rather than the joy of God providing all of these great things throughout the entire year. Things are going very, very well with our, with our church plan and actually on track further than where we should be here at church. And I need to remember that God's providing every single way and I need to stay faithful to the fact that he is going to provide those things in my life. Let me give you a little advice uh, that David Kibler, our senior minister, uh, gave me in my first few months of ministry. And I, I've stuck with this um, through the five and a half years I've been here at Catalyst. This is what it says. Um, let me give you a little advice. Stay faithful to your calling and at last it. Don't give in. Keep on going. Don't focus on the bad of here and now, but rejoice and find joy in the fact that we know the ending. If you're in a rough spot, outlast it. If somebody's criticizing for what you're doing in ministry, outlast it. 
If you don't like your current situation or things aren't going well in your household, outlast it and continue to go. Stay faithful. Jesus, in this story, said to Peter, do you love me? What Jesus was referring to is like, oh yeah, then feed my sheep. Continue to stay faithful. Do a job and continue to do it. Outlast it. The third thing that I want to, I want to mention to you guys is this. and goes along with our main thing, which is choose to be different. Choose to be different in all things. One of the reasons I think Peter denied Jesus three times was because he didn't understand what was going to happen next. He was reacting to the here and now and not the fact that Jesus was going to come back one day. He made a decision based on the choices that were going to keep him safe and him alive rather than choices that were going to impact from generations to come. But Christians, we're called to be different. 2020 is just days from being over. We're entering into a new year, and we need to be different from the normal. See, what the, world sa- what the normal says, what the world says is you need to be safe, take care of yourself, don't be around other people, don't worship, don't do any of this stuff, make sure you're taking care of yourself. When Christianity says, no, you need to value others above yourself. We need to make sure that we're following what Jesus tells us to do and the commands in the Bible and not what our government says. We don't need to abide by everything that our government says to keep us away from what Scripture says. Yes, I believe that God put the people in power that need to be there, and we need to respect those people. But we first need to respect what Scripture says rather than what our government officials say. We need to be different than what the world says we need to be. I'm going to ask the band to come back up at the end of my message. I'm going to, share, I'm going to end with sharing a story with you guys. And this is, uh, this is great. We need to remember when times get tough, we need to stay faithful and obedient and lean heavily on Jesus. 2020 was rough for a lot of us, um, but when it comes to my, me and my family, uh, 2020 wasn't overly difficult for us uh, compared to other years. See, 2018 uh, was the toughest year, I would say, in my life and me and my, my wife's uh, um, marriage. Um, we started 2018. Um, uh, we've been trying to get pregnant for a long time. Uh, we started 2018 with a miscarriage. And it devastated Kaylee and I. We've been trying to have kids for years and years and years. And we started to lose hope. Um, and we were in a, a certain um, conversation with our doctor. And one of the nurses looked me dead in the eye and said, well, you need to consider adoption. I said, well, I'm just going to let you know that my God's, I, I said, I believe in adoption. I love adoption. And I would love to adopt at one point. I said, but I believe God is bigger than this current situation. I believe God is going to bless us in some way. And a year later, um, in in, in December 27th, 2019, my son was born. But but the craziest thing about this is I want to show you a photo, and I I think it's on the screen. You guys can put that on there. This is is what cattle used to look like before the stage. Um, And actually, some of these students are up there, and they're a lot younger. Uh, That was five and a half years ago. 
Five years ago today, today is my, my son's birthday, it's, it's December 27th. Five years ago today, God um, placed in my heart that I needed to be ordained and, and Catalyst Christian Church and its elders ordained me five years ago, December 27th, on the stage. I think that's amazing. That not only was, was, was my calling to be a minister and, and, and Catalyst be getting behind that to set me apart for ministry on December 27th, my son was born on December 27th. And I think that is the coolest thing in the world. That God coming, going before me saying, look, I'm going to ordain your son. I'm gonna go ordain you in your ministry. I'm gonna ordain your family. And I think that's amazing. And what I, the reason I show you this is because I think that we need to go into 2021 preparing and just assuming that God is gonna do crazy things like that. That he's, gonna, that he's gonna set things ahead of time, that he's going to make a difference in every single one of your lives. And we just need to assume that he's going to do that. We don't need to go with what the world says and, and believe everything that, that, that is gonna come our way, that it's gonna be doomsday, that it's gonna be miserable, that things are gonna continue into 2021. No, forget that. We're gonna continue and follow God and we'll go wherever he needs us to go so that we can make an impact and he is gonna take care of us the entire way. One of the really big things that we have in 2021 is Catalyst is gonna have a child. It's gonna be the very first church plant out of Catalyst and, and that's not where it's gonna start. I mean, that's not where we're gonna stop. We're gonna to continue to plant churches for generations. Catalyst is just gonna be the first of many church plans, starting with Elevate, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one, because we want to make sure that we impact all of Kentucky and Central Kentucky for the gospel. Whenever people come to me and ask why we need another church in Lexington, it's because there's 500,000 people in Lexington, and there isn't 500,000 people in church. We need to continue to go. This series has been called The Moment That God Changes Everything. And I think when Peter and Jesus had that conversation, Jesus flipped the script completely because he took somebody who denied him and allowed him to enter back into his story. If you made some decisions in 2020, if you fell away from obedience to God, if you, if you fell away from faithfulness to God, I wanna encourage you to be different. I wanna encourage you to go against what the world says and allow God to enter you back into the story of Jesus Christ. 2021 is gonna be an amazing year. Catalyst is gonna do some incredible things. And we need every single one of you guys to be a part of it so that we can make the most impact here in Jesmond County and in central Kentucky that we can. I believe God is gonna allow us to be a force for the kingdom this year, and we need, to be, we need to be obedient, and we need to continue to stay faithful. I'm gonna pray for every single one of you. I'm gonna pray for our time entering into 2021, that it's just gonna be different, that we're gonna be different, and we're gonna make a huge impact for this world. Dear Heavenly Father, I just wanna thank you so much for today. God, thank you so much for the ability to, to come around your table every single, every single year and say, God, the next year is gonna make a huge impact for you and is gonna be different than last year. And God, we're praying that you're gonna go before us and make a huge impact. 
God, thank you so much for the story of sharing that we need to continue to stay faithful. We need to continue to stay obedient in everything. God, I pray that you encourage us to be different from the world. God, thank you so much for Jesus. I ask this all in your son's name.